Welcome back. Sunday's Bets presented by BetMGM here on the BetQL Network. Final segment of our show. Thanks again to our two guests that joined us today. Joseph Duarte, University of Houston beat writer for the Houston Chronicle, talking about the Houston Cougars with him. A lot of great stuff. And then Bill Seals, publisher of the Cyclone Report on Rivals Network, joining us to talk about Iowa State as well. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo will be up next from the fan in Dallas with Bet Nation, 4 to 8 p.m. Eastern time. So make sure you guys check out that. Four more hours of content coming after Denton and myself. We're going to wrap up the show, though. I think this is a great segment idea from our guy, producer Lou. Can't wait for this. Um, so Johnny Manziel, Denton, was on the Club Shay Shay podcast, Shannon Sharp's podcast earlier this week. They were talking about if NIL was around when he was playing, Johnny Football said he would have made $10 million per year. So the question I pose to you, if NIL was available since 2000, who do you think would be in the top five for uh, all-time NIL players if it would have been legal since 2000? Have you created a list of guys that uh, you think would be in your top five? So are we doing a per year or total because the the answers would be different in that case um because there's at least total. one guy total all right so if, if if we're going total i would probably leave zion out but if we're doing per year i'd put zion in okay, you see what see, i'm saying because zion during that year i think could have because duke was they played 32 regular season games. 30 of them were nationally televised. The other two were on the ACC network. So it's not like they were buried on the CW. They weren't doing that then. But that was 30 nationally televised games. And he was, right. after about the second week of the season, the biggest star in college basketball. He wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be R.J. Barrett. And then it was supposed to be Cam Reddish. But we saw Zion do a, a 360 in a game at that size. And we're like, oh, my God, this guy is insane. And then he started routinely swatting uh, shots into the stands. So Zion would be in there. But if we're doing total, I would leave Zion out. Well, he only played for one year. So I think, you know, right. his total accumulation would have been. So we can go we can go year if you want. I mean, we can go one year because it's funny you bring up Zion. He's actually my number one. I think Zion would have made the most money from NIL off of just that one season because of the name, the school that he played for his aura and then he had that signature moment with his shoe breaking like i just think <laughs> he, you know what i mean remember that so i think zion would have made a boatload of money so he was my number one it's funny you bring him up so we can do per year because you said zion right. was on your list so who would uh who would be your number one so number one if we're doing per year for me would also be zion just because he captivated an entire sport in a way that is very similar to what Caitlin Clark is doing now at Iowa. The difference is he plays for Duke men's basketball. And much right. love and respect to Caitlin Clark, Iowa women's basketball does not have the brand that Duke's men's basketball has, and he was playing for Coach K. So Zion would be one. I mean, I'm not going to give like an estimation, but I, I would imagine if Johnny Menzel was making $10 million, Zion had to be pretty close to that. Agreed. And it's funny, Z uh, Johnny Manziel is actually my two. I had Zion as one. I had Johnny Football as two. 
I mean everything from the money signs to just the Heisman Trophy, the larger of life. I mean, he he truly was must-watch television every single game. And then that upset of Alabama when they were the number one team in the country in Tuscaloosa just took it to a whole nother level. So since 2000, I think Zion would have made the most money in college basketball. I think Johnny Manziel would have made the most money in college football. So those were my top two guys. It seems like we're in alignment there. My number uh, three no, guy. we're not. We're not in oh, alignment. Oh, we're not in alignment. My, Who's your my number, number two, two would be Tito. Okay, he's I my think number three. Yeah, Tebow would have had stacks thrown at him. I don't know that he would have accepted all of those stacks, and he probably would have tried to donate a lot of that money to other causes that he was passionate about. But with that particular Florida team that was dominating college football and the landscape and the storylines, I, I would say that Tim Tebow would slightly at the peak of his powers, slightly out edge Johnny Manziel. Yeah. I mean, again, he's my three. You could certainly make the argument for it. I, I think Tebow is the better college football player. I just think Manziel is the bigger brand, I would say. It's close. It's close. But I would put I would put Manziel to Tebow three. Would Manziel be your third guy? Yeah, Manziel would be third for me. I'm trying to think because he had two years, so there was a little bit of a buildup for him to where you're hitting that peak year where he'd be getting $10 million. I'm trying to think because, like, a guy like Joe Burrow, I think, would have commanded a lot. But he only really had one great year. So unless you're paying, like, $9 million on the back end after, like, you know, week six or something, I don't know if he'd be up there. See, I'd say – I would say Johnny is is number three. I mean, look, football guys are going to make a little bit more in this conversation than basketball guys are, I think, because yeah. I think certain towns have guys that are willing to pay a lot more. I would agree. I would agree. All right, then it got tough with four or five because I didn't know if I wanted to put two football players in there. I didn't know if I wanted to put a basketball player in there. The right answer is probably two football players, but I put a basketball player as my number five. So Joe Burrow just missed the cut for me. My four is Cam Newton. I think Cam, that year at Auburn, won the national title. The Cam back against Alabama when they were down 24 at half, and he comes that. You got the Superman. You got that play against LSU with that burst of speed when he's in the secondary and he stiffs arm the defender. I mean, he's just larger of life. And you're playing in one of the great college towns. I mean, Cam is just – he's probably the greatest college quarterback I've ever seen. I mean, that combination of size, strength, arm power, he's just nuts. Like the Carolina Panthers to the Super Bowl in his prime. The guy was so good. So Burrow just missed. Vince Young's in the chat. That's another really good one, especially being in Texas. Honestly, Vince probably makes the list. Luke, that's a really good pull. Didn't even think of Vince Young. But I had uh, I had Cam at number four. And then I had to give Jimmer Fredette some love at number five. I think Jimmer Mania, back when it was at its peak, man, like if that dude was playing now, especially with the era that we're in, I mean, he was truly – the guy before Steph does what he does and Trey Young was doing what he does at Oklahoma and Caitlin Clark, like Jimmer was the original. He was the guy. And uh, I think back in NIL, man, he would have made a ton of money. So four for me just placed in the chat is Reggie Bush. We know Reggie Bush made a lot of money already, had a couple other assets as well. I think if he would have been able to go uh, through the right mediums to make that money or the mediums, 
were legalized at the time, I think he would have made a he would have made a ton. You're living in Los Angeles and you had USC at the the peak of college football. I don't know if we'll ever really see that again. So I think Reggie Bush would have made an absolute ton. And then I have two other basketball players that I would like to throw into this. You mentioned one of them, and that's Steph. I, I think Steph would have gotten huge Nike deals. What I think what we would have seen, and maybe this did happen, but I think what we would have seen is between Nike, Under Armour, and Adidas, there would have been an arms race to sign Steph up in his final year in college, which would have had at least in the neighborhood of five, $6 million dollars. Uh, for that final season. So I, I think, and then on top of the other endorsements that he would have gotten, so Steph would be on that. And then I do think J.J. Redick would have commanded a lot of money in NIL for very similar reasons uh, of Zion Williamson being the best player at Duke when the ACC is rocking has a really, really nice price tag that comes with it. And I don't know about you, PJ. I grew up in this D.C. area. Uh, I grew up a Maryland fan. My grandparents had uh, had their names on seats at the then Cole Fieldhouse. We hated J.J. Redick. It was a passionate dislike for him, and that sells. Being polarizing sells, so I think J.J. needs to be in the conversation. I, I hear what you're saying. I don't know if I can put J.J. Redick over Jimmer Fredette. I don't know if I can put him over Kemba Walker either. Kemba Walker was big time, man. And that run that UConn went on when they won the Big East tournament, five games in five days, and then they go on to win the national championship. One of the most iconic plays since 2000 in college basketball is that Kemba Walker step back against Pittsburgh. Right. I say that play, and everybody knows what I'm talking about. So that's my thing with Redick, right? It's like Zion has these iconic moments with all his dunks and he has his shoe breaking. Jimmer Fredette has all these iconic moments where you just replay in your head him pulling up from 30 feet and drilling threes. And then Kemba Walker has this iconic moment with the step back. It's like, what's J.J. Redick's iconic moment? I think of Redick and I just think of him like coming around screens. I just think of him like shooting threes. Great player. I totally see what you're saying. But I just think for to be a basketball player especially, even though it helps that he's an all-time great, he played for Duke. I just don't know if he if he carried the gravity as some of these other guys and certainly had moments that these other guys did. So I don't know if I could put him there. Um, but yeah, I think the football players, I mean, all that we said, certainly we, we nailed them. I mean, I had everybody written down, Tebow, Burrow, Reggie Bush, Vince Young was a great pull, Cam Newton. I mean, those were... Those were the guys that came to mind. So, Denton, real quick, got about a minute left. Read off your uh, top five once again. If NIL was legal since 2000, this would be your top five. It would be Zion at one, Tim Tebow two, Johnny Manziel three, Reggie Bush four, and Steph Curry at five. Okay, very good. And mine is Zion at one, Manziel at two, Tebow at three, Cam Newton at four, and Jimmer for debt at five. So I think it's a great conversation, right? I think if you asked 10 different people, you'd get 10 different top five. So makes it really, really good. We'll see what happens. How much money would Denton Day have made at Liberty in NIL money? Zero dollars. Denton Day could have made NIL money at Liberty and still made zero dollars. Good. <laughs> well said. Well said. Well done. Hopefully you would have made a little bit more than that then. Maybe you would have made a little bit more of that. We'll see. Bet Nation coming up next. Eric Chiafalo, Zach Wolchuk. Uh, 
They will be 4 to 8 p.m. Eastern time. Actually, I'm getting worried that it's going to be Mark Drumheller and Sean Levine. So there you go. Mark Drumheller, Sean Levine, Bet Nation, 4 to 8 p.m. Eastern time coming up. That'll do it for Denton and myself. This has been Sunday's Bets. Hope everybody has a great rest of your day. Purdue is killing Michigan, and Memphis is up 8 on Florida Atlantic. We'll see you next Sunday.